Welcome to Rotman Marketing Podcast, hosted by Rotman Marketing Association, where we bring marketing thought leadership to aspiring marketing leaders. I'm Conrad Balbino. And I'm Christine Zhu. Today, we're very lucky to have Katya, a marketer at Nestle, joining us. Katya is a seasoned marketer previously from Lee Swatier, Cody Beauty, uh, and now premium ice cream portfolio at Nestle. Katya, welcome, and thanks for joining us. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here with you guys today. Um, and I can definitely t- share a little bit of myself with you. So I'm originally from Brazil and I moved to Canada about five years ago. Um, I spent three years in Montreal, in Quebec, and I've been living in Toronto for about two years, two years and a few months. So in Brazil, I have a bachelor in marketing advertising and a business postgrad from University of Sao Paulo, the largest Brazilian university. And I have always wanted to work with marketing in a way, as I have always liked business and arts, and actually marketing was uh, the connection of both. And since university, my goal had always been to join one of the top CPG companies, um, top actually multinational companies. I had a list of top five, and um, I really wanted to work for one of them, and I was focused. My professional experience uh, had been in Brazil in the publishing, publishing media industry, uh, and then when I moved to Canada in the beauty and food industry. And uh, I've been always passionate about those three sectors. Publishing, because um, as you know, we work with knowledge, information, and curation. So we are providing information to the population and contributing to the country's education. And I was working with magazines, books, and websites. And then when I moved to Canada, I worked in the beauty industry. And the reason why I'm passionate is because it contributes to well-being and empowerment of consumers. You inspire them in a way. And then food industry. Food is one of the basic needs of any human being. So uh, we give consumers options to choose from and to live a better and a good life. So I personally believe that passion is, is important in everything we do. And I've always been passionate about Nestle, the company's culture, and Nestle's brands. That's why I chose to work for Nestle. So I work with marketing there, currently specifically with Hagen Das. I joined Nestle two years ago in the frozen meals business unit. Then I moved to ice cream division one year ago when I worked with Drumstick, our beloved uh, Canadian cone brand. And I've just recently took over Hagen Das. We do 360 consumer marketing there, the four P's of marketing, as you all guys all know. Just a little bit of myself. <laughs> That's great. And you're so lucky that you're working for, you know, Hagen Das and, and Drumstick. I think we're all very envious. Uh, but could you talk a little bit about, you know, how did you end up at Nestle? Uh, you know, just the application process? Yeah, sure, sure. So, um, so I chose actually Canada as I fell in love with the country. So when I, uh, I came here for a one-month backpacking trip in 2009, I traveled coast to coast from Vancouver to Montreal, Quebec City, and I loved the country. So in my opinion, we, we are moving... Um, When you, you are moving abroad for any reason, you need to get to know the place you're going to live in in order to make sure that's the best fit for your life and for your goals. Um, and moving and transitioning in a way, and pr- most of you guys know, because a lot of international students go through that, actually all of them, uh, moving and transitioning is very exciting, but it's not easy, right? So... Um, I was looking for a challenge, so um, a personal and professional challenge to work and live abroad. 
so the opportunity came up actually to to land in Montreal first, mm-hmm. and um, I loved the city, but that was an extra challenge because I had to learn French. I didn't speak a word of French. Um, so and that was a very good opportunity, and the way to learn the culture was by first uh, being curious about Canadian culture and being open to learn as much as I could in any environment, such as uh, in the subway, paying attention to consumers uh, and the way Canadians behaved, or in formal ways, such as attending the French classes and um, and continuing education courses to keep up and learn more about consumer consumer behavior specifically. You mentioned that when you like when moving to a different country, there are yeah. many challenges. Yeah. What do you think was the key, the key thing that for you was the biggest challenge you had to face when coming to Canada besides the French? Yeah, so I think the French French was the the biggest challenge at all because I was looking for a big challenge. So for me, I, everything that I was expect I faced everything that I was expecting, right? But the other thing is uh, being. Uh, being flexible to adapt to the Canadian uh, work culture. It is different from our Brazilian culture, for example. In a way, people here are more focused, more pragmatic, more uh, productive, I would say. So usually people work eight hours in the office and they get things done in a, in a good way. Uh, and in Brazil, the culture is completely different. We also get things done, but we sometimes we work 15 hours per day just because we have two hours of lunch break and plus a break in the morning, a break in the afternoon, and so on. So culture is very different. I, I'd say that was the second uh, biggest challenge, but I was expecting that challenge, so it was good. Cool. And yeah. Um, that, yeah, that, that sounds fantastic. And I actually wanted to ask you, so you're managing Haagen-Dazs, which is yes. an ice cream for Nestle. Yeah. Um, what does your day look like? I start my day <laughs> reading my digital newspaper, okay? So before I get to the office, um, so I'm a Global Mail subscriber. So I read in my, my iPad with my coffee, then I, I get to some uh, blogs just to check what's going on, uh, important trends. Um, and then in the office, our we don't have a routine, actually. Marketers in general, uh, I'd say... There is no routine. We have a lot of meetings. It's very dynamic and a fast-paced environment, which I love. And um, so just an example, uh, my day could vary from being a tasting panel to try one of our innovation as part of our product development process, which is awesome. Imagine having ice cream on a Monday afternoon, 3 p.m. <laughs> it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Or I could be doing my brand plans or business reviews or performance analysis to understand my, my, my brand's performance and also my competition and, uh, or be part of our INR status meetings, um, getting alignment with my advertising agents, watching, uh, being present in focus groups. It varies a lot. So there is no routine, and I think that's the beauty of marketing. <laughs> That's great, and uh, we know that Nestle operates within a, a variety of product categories. Could you talk a little bit about how is that structured? You know, for example, is it different divisions for each product category, or do all the brands operate under the same umbrella? Sure. So Nestle has different business units per product category. We have the ice cream business unit, the frozen pizza and muse division, then the confectionery, the beverage, the health science, nutrition, and so on. Each business unit has its own marketing team with subgroups of marketers per brands or portfolios. Then we have the other functions, uh, finance, supply chain, and, and the others to support the organization. As, as a multinational company, we exchange learnings between markets um, 
to, to just to understand what's going on there, which good learnings they have, and maybe we could we can leverage potential synergies. Cool. Yeah. And how so how is the marketing department organized at Nestle? I know it's different in, in each company. Mm -hmm. So do you guys have innovation, consumer insights? Uh, finance, how, how does that work? Yeah, so under the marketing department and Nestle Canada, we have the brand team responsible for brand management, innovation strategy, communication, and competitive intelligence. We also have a consumer insights team and an availability team responsible for new channels, uh, new, new channel strategies. And there is also a parallel team similar to trade marketing. We don't call that trade marketing, but it's, it's similar. And uh, they do the, the connection between marketing and sales. And then we have the other functional um, areas, such as finance, supply chain, um, warehousing, supporting our business. Okay, really interesting. Uh, now, to the more fun stuff. We're, again, all very envious that you have these tasting events with ice cream and, you know, but, you know, as we know that consumers are becoming more and more health conscious. So how do you see that trend affecting the ice cream business in particular? Definitely. So uh, Nestle was created around 150 years ago, actually exactly 150 years ago, uh, with already the idea uh, to be contributing to people's health with the best quality food. Um, therefore, um, as a beverage and food leader, nutrition is actually at the very heart of everything we do. Um, and we have always adapted to consumer trends since actually the beginning of the, of the company 150 years ago. So what changed today is consumer focus and, uh, and the trends in food all point to a consumer who is looking for simple ingredients, no artificials, and minimal processing in general. So in 2016, Nestle, uh, Nestle Canada has achieved the significant milestone of eliminating 100% of all the artificial colors from our entire ice cream portfolio. And for example, our kids' uh, ice cream, uh, the, the lineup called Nestle Pops, is 100% free of artificial flavors and colors, as well responsible for uh, respo responsibly portioned for little tummies for kids. And um, the other point is that we always strive to, um, to make products even better for Canadian consumers, uh, reducing sugar, salt, and saturated fat across our entire portfolio. So just one, one metric to share with you, uh, in between 2013 and 2016, we reduced um, sugar by 8% in the entire portfolio. And all that without losing taste preference, which is a significant and fantastic achievement. So, uh, I know ice cream is something uh, in Brazil very seasonal, right? Is that the same in Canada? Because we have a very heavy winter, but at the same time, ice cream was created in winter, right? So, how, how does that work? <laughs> definitely. There is seasonality, definitely in the summertime, uh, especially for novelties. So, the bars, the sandwiches, uh, but package is a little bit less seasonal. And North Americans in general, Americans and Canadians, they consume... Uh, they, they still consume ice cream in the winter season. Different from Brazil. When, it, when it's cold, people usually go far away from ice cream, from cold beverages as possible. But in North America, consumers still consume, but there's definitely seasonality, more in the summertime. No, it's interesting. And yeah. so thinking about seasonality, and you just mentioned some products, they last longer than yeah, the yeah. others. 
So how does Nestle is uh, encourages innovation within the company, right? Because mm -hmm. I understand that the industry goes so fast. You want new things all the time, but you also want to hold the brands that you have that are strong and you get good products. So how do you balance that? And yeah, sure. So uh, the brand team is responsible for the innovation strategy and our INR pipeline. So INR stands for innovation and renovation, right? But we have several teams making innovation happen, such as our R&D team, our technical team that creates the best recipes and products, and our product project management team, our PMs, and they are responsible for, ins uh, for ensuring that the new products come to life from ideation to launch gauge stages. And we have this uh, innovation gauge process where the new ideas, any new idea we have for product development, they go from ideation and concept stage until post-launch stage. And uh, Nestle encourages innovation in several different ways. That's only the process, right, that makes, uh, that enables innovation come to come to life, but different ways that they in encourage innovation. Yes, we are a big CPG multinational company. But for example, in the ice cream business unit, we are acting, acting as a local company with a Canadian factory where we produce the majority of our products. With that, we are generating Canadian employment opportunities and this gives us the freedom to do product development here in Canada. Some, um, some multinational companies, CPG multinational companies, they don't have that freedom at all just because they, they, they just import products from other markets. But uh, the beauty of the ice cream division in, in Nestle Canada is that we have the freedom to, to develop those products here. And another example is that we just had a full day dedicated to innovation. Uh, it's called the Brand Builder Day. So that happened one week and a half ago to encourage risk-taking and disruption. And our CEO, for example, she's very engaged, engaging, engaged to make sure that we are on top of trends. And the last example that I'm going to give you is uh, we have a lot of internal lean tools to ensure that we are eliminating waste in our ways of working to unlock time to focus on in innovation. So the ice cream business unit, for example, in Canada has been recognized by our global team as a lean business unit, which for us means uh, a consumer-focused value chain to bring innovation to life. Okay, great. And um, as we are coming to a close, um, what would be some of your advice for our MBA student listeners who are considering to, you know, work in marketing at Nestle? Definitely. So for Nestle, the first step I would say is always to check the career website for new openings. And the first step is to create your professional profile, right? Um, I know we have our internship program for undergrads and we have the regular postings. But my advice in general for marketers, for, for aspiring talent to become marketers, uh, would be, since the scope of marketing can vary a lot, depending on the size of the company, if a multinational or a local Canadian company, it can vary also by the type of business, so, such as B2B or B2C, or depending on the industry, such as CPG, banking, automobile, telecom, etc. It's important to get to know as much as possible the industries. So try to do informational coffees with marketers in the marketplace to expand your network and get their perspective of marketing in the companies they are working for. And the two last advices is, that I would say is read a lot of specific articles, magazines, such as Strategy Magazine, attend industry events and take uh, different courses, such as classes from CMA, Canadian Marketing Association, 
And I think above all, be curious and hungry for learning opportunities. Okay. Um, Katja, thank you very much uh, for coming here and talking to us. Uh, it is always great to have a professional uh, that has experience in the market to share that with our um, students. Awesome. Thank you very much for having me. Thanks for tuning in. This is Rotman Marketing Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at Rotman Marketing. Until next time. 